the Bible is helping you to hold the bad side of you in check. Mm. Because recognize this, there is a bad side of you. Yeah. And there's a bad side of me. And the Bible and the Holy Spirit is helping me to hold my bad side in check so the good guy gets out. I think it's important to realize that God's Word, the commands found in God's Word, listen, they're simple, but they're not easy. Sometimes right. they're sometimes it's hard to put into practice. Forgive others as Christ has forgiven right. you. You know, be compassionate to everyone. Uh, be kind, be gentle, right. be humble. Those things, sometimes it can be right. a little hard to apply, but they're simple. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn along with Mark Kostetler. Just talking Bible stuff today. And this one is, I would call it secrets to success. Not that it's really a secret because it's in the Bible, but tips on success, you can call it that if you want. But it says in Psalm 1, it was talking about, hey, don't be careful of the company you keep. Meditate on God's law. And then you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers mm-hmm. and streams of water. And when a drought comes, the leaf won't wither. And when I went out west and we traveled through South Dakota, which was an amazingly long state. And if you don't, if you haven't been out west, uh, just a tip for you: the states get bigger the further out there yeah. you get. I guess they got tired of like breaking states up after a while. <laughs> they just get bigger. Yeah. And so you you're going through South Dakota forever, and you see a lot of prairie grass. And you know, in the dry season, it's browned up you know, like that light tannish brown. But wherever you saw a tree, you knew there was water. Yeah. Because the only place you would ever see a tree was by a stream or a, like a small river, something like that, there'd be a tree. If not, there's nothing. So the tree planted by the rivers of water, when I saw that out in South Dakota, going across those prairies, really was a great reminder of that Mm. you're at a place where you can grow you're at a place if you are into god's law that's where you can so that's where i'm coming up with the success concept and also that god says that he's clearly going to bless it says god watches over the way of the righteous uh that's for say he's watching over your way um the righteous person right there whatever they do prospers this is this is another reason why i'm saying tips for success yeah. whatever you do is going to prosper your leaf won't wither the lord watches over your way that's all to me that's all important stuff absolutely man i mean jesus said i am the living water i'm the living water and right. it says in the word of god that he is the word right and so when you make the connection that he's the living water where there's water there's life right he's the he's the word right it says dwell in the word of God and you will be like a tree planted by flowing streams right. of water. Right. Well, that's going to produce life. Right. It's life giving. Right. And where there's abundance of life, there's probably success. Right. You're, you're being success, yeah. successful. Yeah. So, but I think good. too, it's the, the blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the mm-hmm. way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. If you want to know the, the first key to doing well in life 
watch the company you keep. That's if true. you're going, I have seen so many people, Mark, that have been influenced by their friends and they'll get around with, with friends that just really aren't going the right way in life. And they're, they become this, you're walking in step with them now. You're standing in the way sinners take. Mm -hmm. You're sitting in the company of mockers. And that's people that mockers are those who you try to tell them something and you'll say, you know, well, God really doesn't want us lying or God would rather you be married than live together or God wants you to you work hard, whatever it is. And they just pff, mock it. They don't even listen to it. Right. That's not important to them. What's important to them is their friends or whatever their friends are doing rather than doing the right thing they become more and more and more like that person. Well, it's it's interesting to paradox or paradigm. I don't know which one's the right word to say it, way to say it, but if you focus on success, it's going to drive you in an unhealthy way, I think. If you focus on God and his righteousness, Matthew 6, all these things will be added to you and the successes of life will I guess it's called God's favor again, right. you know, where you're in, you're resting in God's favor. God will make sure that you're fed well. He'll make sure that you have success in life. Yeah. You know, he'll, he's going to, like it says, guard the way of the godly. He's right. going to guard you. He's going to watch over you, you know? Right. So true success is not found in, in seeking success. True success is found when you're seeking God and his ways. Right. Success will be a byproduct of that. But but success can't happen without goals. In other words, you can't have success without goals because you'd have no way of measuring success. If you come out and set a success that I want to have a garden that produces, you know, fruit, you know, vegetables, you wouldn't be successful if you didn't. If you want to say, hey, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, you can't have... I see. You know the what metric. I'm saying? You yeah, can't, the, right. you can't mm -hmm. measure success mm -hmm. without a goal. Okay, I... Do, do you know what I'm saying? That, so it's yeah. not that you're striving for like riches success. Cause I think too many times people equate success with money and I would agree True. if, if mm -hmm. you just want money or you want fame or you want all these things, I would not go about it. Just seeking those things. I would do the right things. I think that was my main let, point right yeah, there. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. most people, that's how they're going to attribute success. Success actually is accomplishing goals. That's what success is. So True. I come into ministry. My, some of my family would think I wasn't a successful person because I didn't make as much money as let's say a lawyer or what have you. I, but that wasn't my goal. Mm. My goal was to help people. Right. My success is based in, in my life, my success is based on, did I make a difference That's right. in someone's life? Have I helped somebody? That's what success looks like to me. So from that yep. perspective, you have to help people. In other words, if your goal is to be, hey, I really want to help people. Well, of course you're going to seek helping people. If my goal is to get in shape, well, of course I'm going to work right. at getting in shape. Therefore, do you understand from that perspective? I do. But you're right. As far as just mm -hmm. seeking fame or fortune and thinking mm -hmm. that somehow that's just going to happen. No, I would yeah. say principles are key. Like if you wanted to be a successful person, I would say, well, get your butt up in the morning and yeah. get yourself to work and work <laughs> right. hard. I mean, that, that's where I would start. I would, mm -hmm. I would treat people decent. I would be honest. I would just, I would, there are certain things I would do that would be part of my life and I would let everything flow from there. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, well, I just want to, I just want to achieve. Like I got a friend of mine, he goes, well, what's the purpose of us doing this? Is this so that we can get rich on social media or whatever? I'm like, my point is fun. Mm. If I'm not, I, right. I want to enjoy my life. I, I don't want to, I don't want to make my life about having to strive for this and this. I just want to have fun. And in the process of having fun, I'll put pictures out there. And if you sell some pictures, great, but it's not going to be my 
I'm not going out there to sell a photo. I'm going out there to have fun. I'll get photos while I'm having a good time. Right. And I'll put them out there eventually at an art store or what have you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's not. Yeah. And, well, you're, yeah, doing it, and you're doing it righteously. Right. You're not doing it ungodly. You're not doing it uh, with a with a wicked intent. You're not. You're doing it righteously. Well, and okay. that's, if, you know, if you want to talk about that way, there's people that are going to build TikTok fame by unrighteous wet, wet t-shirt right. stuff right. and bikini shots and yeah and that's how they're gonna that's how they're going to uh try to build it they're going to be super raunchy super sexual because that that's how i wouldn't do that i and mean what personally the, what the bible teaches is is that's not going to lead you to blessing or or actually the the word here in verse one of psalm one actually means happy right happiness you're not going to have true happiness that way Follow God's counsel right. and his ways, and you will be happy or blessed, well, as the scriptures say. Since we brought that up, yeah. since somehow we did get TikTok in here, <laughs> I would say I would say this in social media, don't let that be your influence. He's saying here, happy is the person right. who does not walk in step with the wicked. In other words, I would be happy, happier if I, even if I see people and the garbage they're getting away with, that I do not, A, watch it, B, I do not participate in it, C, I do not seek any type of attention by doing it in a way that's wrong. Or for a woman who's, um, I, I forget what they call the app now, but they're actually selling pictures of their own bodies on uh, fans-only uh, pages. It's unfortunate. They're called... Yeah. I'm going to make, they're going to make their money. No, if you see this kind of stuff, then what the Bible would say is don't walk in step with that. Don't stand, don't even hang around with that. Don't stand in the way of sinners take. Don't sit in the company of mockers and people who think it's a joke, what the Bible is and doing the right thing. If you're around a bunch of people who think it's a joke doing the right thing, they think it's a joke when you're trying to be righteous and, and you're trying to be, let's say, you know, you want to avoid drunkenness or you want to be an honest person or you want to work hard. And they all sit around and think it's a joke. What he says is don't hang around with mockers. And I've seen even friends of mine at times, they got around people who were mockers oh, yeah. and they, they got around. I'll tell you what, they became just like them. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a pretty sad thing that's because you're, you put yourself in that company. You put yourself there. You hung out there. You were in their company and you turned out to have very miserable things happen to you in your Absolutely. life that, that didn't need to happen. That would right. not have happened if you would have taken this first step. When you see that somebody's going the wrong way, I mean, they're going down the wrong path, you do not have to hold their hand all the way into the fire. You no. don't have to. I do not. Hey, listen, I don't have to walk down any path I don't want to walk down. And That's some paths true. I've had, had to tell my own family this at times. I'm not walking down this path with you. I'm not doing it, That's and right. you can't make me do it. You cannot make me do something I don't believe in. You can't make me walk that path. I refuse to do it. I'm going to submit that the reason you took such a hard stand on that, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think I'm wrong, is because you were following the Lord's commands on his word. You stood. You, you were steadfast on that word that told you that that's not the right way to go. It was the manifold wisdom of God in your life that told you, do not follow that path. And that's what we all need. We need to stay focused on God and his word and his commands because they're going to lead us to blessing. But guess what? They turned around and followed me. Perfect. 
If I would have followed them there and said, well, I just want you to know I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. You can't do it. I am going to follow you wherever you go, and I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to be right there. They would have never turned around. They, I said, I can't walk this path with you, Good job. and I'm yeah. not going to do it. You can't force me to do it. I won't do it. I refuse. Mm-hmm. And they turned around and said, well, they didn't want to be separated, so they said, I'm going to walk your path then. So sometimes that's how it has to be. You, have is to, yeah. you got to make choices, you guys. You got to make choices. Yep. You cannot sit in company. That's right. With people going the wrong way, with a ton of bad thoughts. You sit around with a bunch of people negative about marriage, and that's all they do is sit around in the workroom and gripe about their wives. That's true. You're going to start griping, perhaps. Exactly you know what I'm saying? Right. You're you're going to get influenced. You you yep. hang around with people that are foul as foul can be, you're going to start talking just like them. I agree 100%. There's a scripture I can't remember off the top of my head that says, bad company corrupts good morals. First and Corinthians 15.33. There you go. And yep. that's the truth, guys. I've witnessed it. You have to be able to be the one that turns around and says, you know what, this is... You have to have your eyes open first off. You have right. to be aware of who you're around. You have to be right. aware of... You know, who am I talking to right here? And should I keep company with this person? Right. If they are scoffing, if they're mocking, if they're actively sinning, don't keep company with that person. Right. Walk away. Know that you're you're not mean. You're not you're wise. Walk well, away from it. Most times though, honestly, if you've become a Christian and you're your friends are gonna leave you way faster than you leave them. That's the honest truth and the truth. It is. It's like yeah. I, I had a friend of mine and he he became a Christian, so he stopped doing drugs. And right away, all his friends, you know, they'd be hunting. Whenever they hunted, they would just get out a joint and smoke weed. And and he's like, ah, I don't want to do that. And so was, then his friends were like, well, if you don't want to do that, we don't want to hang around with you. Hmm. So they kind of like took care of that themselves. They just said, nah, we don't. If we don't, they Because why? They want to be around people who are the scorners. They want to be, they all want everyone doing the same things. I found this over and over again in my life. It's like everyone seems to want you to do the stuff that they're doing. That's right. Why can't you just leave me be alone? You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me do what I want to do. Yeah. And after a while, sometimes they just won't even hang around with you because you're just not interested yeah. in that. You're not saying anything one way or the other. You're just living your life. But you got to be careful of the company you keep. That's in one. This, if you yeah. to be successful, keep good company. I, Here's another thing. Take your cue from scriptures. Those who delight in the law of the Lord, who meditate on his law day and night. I see a lot about meditation out there. I see a lot of people, those says, you know, spend time in the morning meditating, take extra number, you know, empty your mind, whatever kind of stuff. I'm often wondering, what the heck are you meditating on? Right. Yeah. Like the Bible says here, if you're going to meditate, meditate day and night on what God has to say. Yeah. Like if you want to meditate, pick up your Bible and read and consider it. Like I'll, I'll consider a verse, man. I'll, I'll consider it just like I was telling you That's when right. you walked in my office this morning. It's like, Hey, it says God is light. One of the first things John says in First mm-hmm. John, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. What does that mean? You're just pondering that. Right. I wrote to a fellow pastor of mine today. Hey, what's going on? How are you going on? I'm like, hey, man, I'm just, I'm thinking about the gospel. I'm thinking about loving others. I'm thinking about the kingdom. I'm thinking about, yeah. this is what I'm meditating on. Like I'm meditating, I'm focusing on these truths. God Absolutely. is light and in him is no darkness at all. Wow, what does that mean? Or examine yourself, the verse we've talked a lot about since I read it. Examine yourself to see yeah. if you're in the faith. Do you so, not know that Christ lives in you? I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking, am I in the faith? Where's God showing up in my life? I'm thinking about that. Stuff. And you you, you nailed it um, last week or the week before. You, you nailed it when you came to me and you said, listen, 
I'm going to just keep repeating this because that's how it's going to get burned into my brain. I'm just going to keep repeating this right. verse over and over again. And right. I agree with you. Right. That's what meditation is. I mean, it's kind of gross, but it's like the cow that keeps chewing the cud, right? It keeps coughing it up and chewing the right. cud and processing it right. and digesting it and chews it again. Right. And di- it's disgusting, but that's well, really, really the picture of grass. it. You know what I'm saying? But that's just... really the picture of it is right. we take it in and then we just keep keep right like reciting it over and over throughout the day in order to remind ourselves of of the word of god yeah. like last episode for example we talked about those spiritual best blessings in ephesians right. 1 just keep reciting those things to yourself until they're burned into your brain to where you're comfortable and confident with telling people when they say well what's it matter if you're a christian or not well, here's what matters. I have every blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. I'm forgiven. I'm chosen. I'm adopted. You can rattle those things off because they are part of you because you've meditated on God's word. They will inform your decisions in the future. Like you said, I'm not going down that path. Well, why not? Because you know the Bible tells you not to. Right. I think we're living in an age that's biblically illiterate. Unfortunately, I don't know that people understand what sin is anymore. What's wrong, what's bad is looked at as good now. Right. They're being taught opposite. And we need to get back to come back to obeying the Lord's commands. Come back to just knowing God's word. Come back to taking large chunks of scripture at a time and read it and process it and get get or a good verse. teaching right, right yeah or just one verse but i'm saying we need to get we need to get back to like overview of the whole bible like do large chunks at a time so you can actually get this right. thing you know so but, but honestly if i was starting and you're like well i don't know the 10 commandments exodus 20 just read that if you just start at the 10 commandments i mean that's your basic for moral, moral compass yeah moral right, compass. It's right. Just, it's not listen this is not complicated stuff. It says right in the Bible, you don't have to cross an ocean to get there. You don't have to climb a mountain. It's not a secret. That's right. God put it right out there. This is not complicated stuff. You love God. You love others. That's the law. Mm-hmm. You don't steal from people. You don't cheat. You be faithful to your spouse. You don't covet what other people have. You be happy for them. Don't be telling them lies. Honor your parents. Don't be taking the Lord's name in vain. Honor God on Sunday. You know, the basic stuff that's in there, if you just start it right there, you'd be, you'd be a long way to it, you know, just coming mm-hmm. to what the morals are. You can find that in Exodus 20. Yeah, Exodus way. 20, yeah. right, mm-hmm. and Deuteronomy 5 as well. Mm-hmm. But in James 1, I want you guys to hear this because this is a super, very super verse or passage. Don't merely listen to the word and deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Not a matter of just hearing it we got to do it anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away immediately forgets what he looks like so you look at yourself and you see you have mustard or ketchup on your chin but you don't do anything about it the point is when you look in a mirror and you see something that's out of whack you fix it you comb your hair you get food out from between you know you know the drill and you that's why mirrors are so invaluable to us because it shows us what we look like as opposed to what we should be looking like. And um, sometimes even that's good for encouraging us to lose weight. We see ourselves in the mirror, right? And say, hey, you know, that's what I look like as opposed to what I I need to be. The word of God shows us what we need to be. And so it inspires us. So it says this then, 
Whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom, that's the mm. first thing. Mm-hmm. Look at the Bible. It says, and continues in it. Look at it. Keep looking at it. Make it a pattern. Not forgetting what they heard, but do it. They would be blessed. So this is very simple. Look at the Bible. Keep looking at it. Do what it says. You'll be blessed. That's the pattern. That's Psalm 1. That's James 1. That's true. Look, this is, this is, and even for you, if you were not aware of that verse, I'm telling you, that oh, yeah. verse is a, is a key verse. Look, keep looking, do it. You'll be blessed. It's How that simple. simple. It's You'll that be simple. happy. You'll be blessed. A lot of people that bring a lot of heartache in their lives, they're listening to the wrong crowd. As mm-hmm. people are chirping in their ear, giving them bad advice, they're listening to that. And then that causes a lot of friction and unnecessary things that they're going through. And then in addition, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing maybe by their own choices too is not just listen to other people but there's not into what they need to be into yeah and that hurts I, them as well. I agree bill i think i think it's important to realize that god's word the commands found in god's word listen they're simple but they're not easy sometimes right. they're sometimes it's hard to put into practice forgive others as christ has forgiven right. you you know be compassionate to everyone uh, be kind be gentle right. be humble those things Sometimes it can be right. a little hard to apply, but they're simple. They're simple. They're not heavy weights to, that you have to carry around and they're going to suck the life out of you. No way. They're actually going to produce life right. like we see in Psalm 1 where you're planted by a tree of water. They're right. going to produce life in you when you right. stay in God's word. Stay right. foundational upon his word. But you have to look intently into it. Right. You can't neglect God's word and expect to follow God's word. Right. But, but for people who don't even know, I mean, you were talking about God's word. They're, they're looking at it like, what the heck are you even talking about? It's just the Bible. Oh, we're just, we're just talking about the Bible. (laughs) You know, read a book like the book of John, Mm -hmm. James, Proverbs, something like that. Just go ahead and read it. And that will be a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and read. But it says that if you do these things, you'll be happy. Now I'd like to suggest there's a lot of unhappiness in this world today. Right. And and it started a number of years ago, you guys, like this. Just make yourself happy. It doesn't matter. Mm. Just make yourself happy. When right. I was first a pastor, I heard this till it about turned your stomach. Because everyone was using this little mantra of you just need to make yourself happy to justify leaving your family, mm. to justify divorce, to justify drunkenness, to justify all kinds of stuff. And you, that you, that was hurting the kids and, and it, it was hurting them. And it was all under the guise of you got to make yourself happy, but there wasn't happiness. Now you live in a world today where you have throuples, you have three guys who have a kid and they want all three of their male names on the kid's birth certificate. It's not even possible. You know what I'm saying? But they're trying it out in California. I see stuff like this show up, uh, throuples, swingers, people doing all kinds of stuff they shouldn't be doing. This is happening all over the world. Now, this is what happens when you let your flesh go, when you just let yourself go to do whatever it is you think that would be a fun thing to do, and you just follow your appetites, spiritually speaking, it can go. Because it's not like, look, we're you said the Bible's hard to follow. At times, we have the strength of the Holy Spirit. Yes, because our natural desires mm-hmm. are to not be faithful. The natural desire might be to cover your tracks with a lie. The natural desire might be to get angry and yell at somebody. Those are your natural tendencies. 
correct? That's right. So you're you're holding the Bible is helping you to hold the bad side of you in check. Mm. Because recognize this, there is a bad side of you. Yeah. And there's a bad side of me. And the Bible and the Holy Spirit is helping me to hold my bad side in check. So the good guy gets out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the good guy's out there doing business in the world. And I'm a, a decent human being because of the impact that God's word has made in my life. That's the value of it. So I'd encourage you, come to Psalm 1, read it, check it out. Pick up a Bible. It's not complicated stuff. Read it. Read a chapter a day. I'm not asking you to read the whole Bible in a week. Just say, mm-hmm. you know, if you need to pick it up, read a chapter a day. Just read it and get into it. Pick up a devotional, a phone app. Bible's right on your phone. You can get a phone app get, and put it on there. Get yourself into a Bible-believing church that teaches the Word of God right. accurately, too. That is so important, right. guys. So well, and, important. And, too, I mean, you can turn, come to church listen online. I mean, there's so many ways to, to get involved today and, and be mm-hmm. a part of what's going on. And the world is changing rapidly. But anyway, we appreciate you yeah. uh, tuning in. Super do. Uh, share it. If, if you like the show, it's important to you. Share it, whether it's on uh, Way to Go on Podbean or you're listening on the YouTube channel at Church on our Way to Go on our playlist. Yeah, share it. We appreciate that. Have a great week.